Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the mind that feels some woo, some science. Get ready to open your mind to new perspectives and new possibilities. Release that stress and finally jump off that emotional roller coaster into clarity and consistency in your life. Now let's go to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm so happy you're here. The mind, the feels, some woo, some science. I am Lauren Jean, your hostess, host, whatever you want to call me. I just want to thank you once again for being here. I thank you every single time because I know how precious our time is. And I hope that you get some value out of these shows and I hope you get to learn a little something new about yourself so that you can live more calm, more joyful, more understanding of yourself, have more compassion for yourself and begin to see things in a whole new light, a different light, something that's going to make your life a little bit easier. So before I get into today's show, um, I just want to invite you over to the Facebook group if you have not yet been there. It is where the fun happens. It's where the community gets together and gives me ideas of where we're headed and what you are looking for to learn, to grow, and to do all this stuff. So come on over. The Facebook group is www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash you believe you could. So I sound a little floaty today and I actually am. I just came back from a float session. So if I seem like I'm talking a little bit slower, it's because I'm in a very Zen state. I am in a very subconscious state right now. I'm trying to come out of it, but I thought on the way home, this would be the perfect time to record a podcast because I am very much relaxed right now. My mind is super slow in a different way than it is normally when I record a podcast. I'm normally more upbeat, more excited, and just thinking a lot more. I'm not doing as much thinking as I normally would, and that might sound kind of crazy, but as you listen on to these shows, you'll kind of understand what that means. So I have decided to structure these shows a little bit differently. Normally, my best way to record a show is to just have an idea and then just kind of come out and say things and just see what happens. And I'm not taking that away because I've gotten great feedback from that. However, these shows, in my opinion lately, have evolved and are getting a bit deeper And these concepts that I'm going to be bringing to you, I am going to be kind of learning at the same time, a little bit further ahead of you, obviously, but I want to be able to map them out so that what I say makes sense to you and that you can put into action anything that you might pull from the shows. So I'm going to sort of separate the show into different pieces, different parts, so that you can understand them and stay more on track. And I hope that makes sense. So what I'm going to be talking today is the intuition versus the ego and why we struggle 
so much because we really do. We struggle a lot. This is what I'm getting from the community. And last week's show is how to tell the difference between the intuition and the ego. So I highly suggest that you go back to that show, to last week's show, where I go through that, how to tell the difference between the two. And that will give you a basis to understand what we're going to be going into today. So go back and listen to the last episode if you have not already. These two shows will go very, very well together. Okay, so I'm going to break this down into parts, like I said again. And there's going to be four parts to this show. And that's probably going to be a bit longer than normal. And you guys let me know how you like this format whether you like me to just kind of riff off or you like this type of a structure. And I'm also going to break this down in the show notes as well and make the show notes a little bit more pieced together and a little bit more in depth, a little more juicy so that you can really go back and read if maybe you don't have the time to re-listen. I understand that. So Let's go right into it. The first part is what the universe wants for us, okay? So that's the first part. Part A, what the universe wants for us. Part B is going to be how things change and why they change. Part C is going to be why the intuition and the ego collide. And then the fourth part, or part D, is how to deal with both parts. So how to deal with your intuition how to deal with your ego. Okay, so let's go right into the first part. What the universe wants for us. Okay, so let's first go into this whole concept of the universe. The universe, and I'm sure you've heard this before, this is a very trendy topic right now, but I really want you to understand what that is. And I'm going to make it super simple. I don't want you to feel like you have to understand these concepts that I'm learning. I want you to feel like you can take this, understand it as I say it, and then go use it. You don't need to be that sciencey if you don't want to. However, I will eventually go a little bit more scientific as I learn these, and I'm hoping to bring you along if that's what your intuition is telling you to do. If you're interested in this, that's great. If not, just stick with the basic concepts and just take what I say and use it however you like. And again, if there are certain concepts that just don't jive with you, that's okay. Just pick and choose the pieces that work well with you. We're all different. We all have different opinions and we're allowed to have those different opinions. But if something sounds really interesting, let yourself explore that. Let yourself feel it. Don't keep yourself stuck in a box. Okay, and you'll understand why I say that a little bit later in the show. So I want you to understand, like I said, first, what the universe is. We're all energy. All right. There are 12 to 16 particles that we are made up of. Fundamental particles, scientific particles that we as humans are made up. All right, so there's about 99% of your body that's made up of atoms, of hydrogen, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, all of these kinds of things. And you're also contained within your body some much smaller amounts of other elements that are essential for your life. So 
most of the cells in your body are going to regenerate every 7 to 15 to 16 years. And those particles have been actually existing for millions and millions of years. The hydrogen atoms in you produced were in the Big Bang. You hear this Big Bang, right? And the carbon, the nitrogen, the oxygen atoms were all made up in burning stars. Isn't that crazy, guys? So the very heavy elements in you were made up in exploding stars. We are essentially part of the universe out there or the galaxy, everything that is living, we are part of, okay? So we are consciousness, humans, we are consciousness. Think of us as consciousness, that's what we are. We were placed inside of a physical body to experience, to grow, to learn, to experience. That's what we're here for. The universe wants us to be happy. The universe wants us to grow. The universe wants us to exist and to be happy and to be joyful. There are too many of us out there that think that life is just thrown upon us and it is what it is and we have no control over it. That could be not further from the truth. Okay? So we are made up of these particles, 12 to 16 different types of particles, which we don't need to know. And we were created this consciousness. So we are living our lives on this planet as pure consciousness made to grow with the rest of the world. Think of that. Okay, so when you're born, you are thrown onto this planet. And from ages zero to eight, you're in your subconscious mind. So you are so in that floaty state as a child. You're growing. And you're going through these stages, which I'm not going to name right now. It's not the importance of the show. But you are in your subconscious mind all of the time, up until about age eight, where your brain waves start to slow down. So up until eight, you are extremely connected to the universe. This is why kids have these imaginations. This is why kids can remember certain things. Certain kids can remember things from past lives. Kids have imaginary friends that follow them around and they have these things. They just believe everything. That's why kids are super sponges. That's why anything that an adult tells them, an authority figure tells them, it could be a parent, it could be a teacher, it could be an older sibling, they take that in as the truth. Okay? So remember that up until age eight. So at a quantum level, we are all one. We are this mass consciousness on this planet put here to grow, made up of these almost burning stars that were in the atmosphere, that are in the atmosphere, circulating. Everything is made of the same thing, essentially. So everything here is connected. We are all connected. We are connected to the water. We're connected to the trees. We're connected to the very earth that we walk on. Everything is made up of the exact same thing. 
everything. So place that into your mind. Understand that. And let me know if you want to know more about this type of area because I'm so willing to go into it. But let's go more into this consciousness and this growth thing. So we are this consciousness on this earth put here to grow. I want you to remember that. This is taught to me, put in a way that I can understand from a teacher that I admire so much. And what she said, we are conscious beings looking for growth. So that is what we are essentially when we are born. We are solely working with our intuition. There is no ego yet born. It's not there. Okay? So let's go into how things change and why they change. This is your ego developing. This is you getting older. This is your brain waves starting to slow down. Oh, excuse me, starting to speed up. Your brain waves are starting to speed up because you're getting into adulthood. You've started to experience things in life that create patterns within your mind. Negative patterns. Babies don't come into this world with negativity. They only have love. They have gratitude. As we grow, as we are placed on this earth with a family, those families have their own ego. And as little children, we are now being programmed by the adults in our lives. This is what creates the ego. Now the ego is there to protect. It wants us to keep away from anything that might hurt us. It doesn't want us to die. Ego is terrified of death. So it's there as a protection mechanism. Helping us. The ego wants to help us. So therefore, it is keeping us from, ultimately, this thing that we were placed on this planet for, which is growth. Because in the mind of the ego, if we are growing, if we're trying to go into the unknown, then we are going into uncertainty and that might hurt us. So think of a child who is in a very, let's just say, abusive family mentally abusive it could be a mentally abusive family where maybe the father and the mother don't get along so this child is viewing this this child is taking in this information and it is making it mean something because what your mind does is it links so this child might be seeing the parents fight visually seeing then it's also hearing it's using its senses to create a story inside of its little mind. And these experiences start to create negative patterns. And since this child is around this type of behavior all of the time in its own home, 
It's going to consistently see it. And it's going to consistently create that same story. And then the mind gets comfortable with it. That left side of your mind. It's always looking for coherence. Wants to make sense of things. So this child's mind, this child's ego is developing a fear protection mechanism, which is the ego. And this is how we are programmed in our lives. You're also programmed, here's a really good example, you're programmed in school. So let's just say you start at age five, right? You start at age five, sometimes earlier. You're put into a preschool or a kindergarten, right? This is where, well, you're still in your subconscious mind from, for about three years, right? So you're placed into a school while you're still in your subconscious mind, while your mind is still technically developing and taking in to make things true, no matter what they are. So kids are being placed in school. They're being taught simple facts. They're being taught that they shouldn't do this or they should do that. They're taking in their surroundings and they're making everything in their surroundings to be true, which is what they're going to then take into adulthood. So a child's intuition is minimized severely during those first couple of years of school. Because they're simply being taught facts. They're not being taught life. They're not being taught how to feel. They're not being taught to try things and to mess up. They're not being taught that they can try this or they can try this or they can try this. They're being put on this very straight path of this is what you should do. This is where your mind develops structure. This is where your intuition is pushed out, squeezed out. It's told that it's not okay. It's told that you, sh you can't do this and you can't do that. And when a child is constantly told no, this is a negative thought pattern placed into their head. This is where issues in their life later come up. Programming. So this is why things change. It's how they change and they, why they change because it's placed into their heads from the adults, from the authority figures that are around them, that are surrounding them, negative or positive. And it's not very often that it's a negative, I should say a positive thing. Unfortunately, there are too many people, too many kids in this world that take in the negativity because then once again, your mind is your protection mechanism. So a kid can make up a story about anything, not necessarily meaning for it to be a bad thing, but that's how the child takes it in because the child's mind is very sensitive, very spongy, all about the protection, it wants to keep the child safe. Therefore, it increases and grows the ego rather than the intuition. I hope this is making sense so far. There's still a lot more that I want to get into and I'm really excited because this is, I feel like a lot deeper than I have gone with 
a couple of the other episodes. And as I bring more and more, and as I learn more and more, I'm going to go more in depth, more sciencey, because that's what I love to do. That's what I love to learn. I feel like as I understand the concepts a little bit easier, I can bring it to you. And that's what excites me. That's where my consciousness comes into play here. That's where I'm learning. That's where I'm growing. And I don't want you to feel like growth has to be increasing the things that you have. It's more of the new. We're here as consciousness to grow, to bring in new things, to constantly evolve and to constantly change. And that's why I said your body cells those particles that make up everything will regenerate every seven to 15 years. That's kind of where you hear the seven year itch. I know we've all heard that. Well, maybe not all of us, but most of us. Every seven to 15 years, your body is regenerating its cells. Okay? So let's go why into part C. Why the intuition and the ego collide? This is a question I get a lot. Why am I feeling this? But why am I feeling this at the same time? Why am I feeling like I want to change my job so badly, but at the same time, I'm terrified? Why am I feeling pulled to do this one thing, but when I go to do it, I back away? This is very common. This is terrifying. And you just don't know what to do. It's almost debilitating at some times for people. I know it has been for me many, many times in my life. Many times I've been drawn in two different directions at the same exact time. And it's scary. For me, it turns into overwhelm and shutdown. That's what it does for me. My ego is telling me one thing. My intuition tells me another. I'm confused. My body and my brain are not working together. So I just stop. I just stop doing anything and everything. And I can understand why a lot of people would go into a depression during this. I can understand the mental disorders that are out there because of something simple like this. And I'm not saying that there's not more in-depth reasons why people deal with mental disorders. But at the same time, mentally, this is draining This is why you feel so wiped out or so exhausted when going through something emotional, maybe with a partner or at work. It's because your ego and your intuition are fighting. They're both fighting to stay alive. So let's go into the intuition. Okay, so the intuition is... Ultimately, that consciousness that you were born with, you were placed in this physical body on this planet for growth. Your, your intuition wants you to constantly grow. It wants you to constantly bring in new ideas and try new things all of the time. And you can do something for a month, for two months, for three months, and then you can be tired of it because you're so used to doing it that it's now turned into a subconscious thing and it's not exciting anymore. There are some people out there that need this constant excitement, 
in their world. And that's okay. Again, we're all different and we're all going to grow in certain ways. There is no one way for this to happen. Okay? So your intuition always wants you to grow. And like I said a little bit earlier in the show, it's not about growing to get bigger or to get more. It's a growing thing to bring in newness to your life. And this is probably why this is just a thought that I had heard from someone else and it makes a lot of sense to me. This is why I think there's a lot of trendy things out there. A lot of, um, yeah, I don't know another word to say, but trendy. Where everyone jumps on the the bandwagon to try something new, whether it be like essential oils or crystals or a new workout or I, I don't know, whatever. Whatever you want to place in that category. Because it's new and your intuition is learning something new. It's kind of being forced out of its comfort zone. But at the same time, something new is bringing you to this level of excitement that you kind of just drown yourself in. And it's because you're allowing yourself to grow and to learn something new and to let the old go. right? Constantly growing, constantly learning. I know for myself personally, this is just me, but I know there's probably probably other people out there who are like me that if you're not learning something new, if you're not growing, and this is where the generator in me comes into play here, and this goes into human design, which is a whole other category of kind of like personality, and you can look that up if you like. I will share the, um, the link in the show notes. Um, it's called Jovian Archive. J-O-V-I-A-N-A-R-C-H-I-V-E dot com. And you can find out your own human design. That's kind of like what your personality is at an energetic level. But this is where this comes to play in me because I am very much full of energy, right? I have this Think of an actual generator that, you know, generates an entire house or a building or something like that. My personality is someone who takes in everything and I use up my energy. So when I get something new in my life that I'm absolutely in love with, let's use, I will give you a perfect example. When I first started studying hypnotherapy... I drowned myself in that so much. It was so new. It was exciting. It was expanding my mind. It was bringing in these concepts that I just couldn't get enough of. So it was constantly growing. And it was also very structured, which is what I liked a lot. It kept me on path and it taught me new ways. It taught me ultimately what I've been looking for, for it seems like my whole life. And yet I know that it's just a piece of the puzzle that's going to continue to help me grow. So that's where my intuition was leading me for a long time. And I didn't step into it. It took me a good year to actually fully step into it because my ego was holding me back. So that's what the intuition wants for you. 
That's your consciousness looking for growth. And again, not bigger, not more, just new. Constantly growing, constantly bringing in something new because this is how our bodies evolve. Every seven to 15 years, I'll repeat it again because our bodies and our minds learn by repetition. Every seven to 15 years, every seven to 15 years, the body regenerates its cells. Okay? So now let's go into the ego. The ego is all about protection. It's about keeping you safe. It's about making sure that it knows what's going on. It's about that coherence. It wants to understand. And when you're going off of that path, when you're trying something new, it's in the uncertain. And uncertainty to it is you could die. That's what it's thinking. You could die. And yeah, way back when, when our ancestors were roaming the planets, you know, we were hunters and gatherers and, and stuff like that, you could die. And we still have that same type of brain that works to protect us. So it's not a bad thing. I don't want you to think that the ego is a bad thing because it's certainly not a bad thing. It is a great tool to have when you are actually in danger because then your intuition just turns off and your ego is right up there protecting you. It's actually doing its job. But it, your ego does not want you to do anything that is unsafe, unknown. It doesn't want you to take that new job. It doesn't want you to get into that new relationship. It doesn't want you to do anything that it doesn't know because it doesn't know how to handle it. It hasn't yet had a certain experience or it has had an experience where you put yourself in a new situation and it didn't work out for you. But deep down inside your intuition knows that that's okay. So this is why they fight. If you haven't, if you, if you haven't seen it, that's fine. I'm going to explain it to you. So intuition wants you to grow and it wants newness and your ego wants you to stay safe. It wants you to stay on that path that you are in that is good. It's okay right now. But they fight because you have this deep wanting of something maybe more in your life. I will always use myself as, as an example. You always want more in your life. I've always wanted more in my life, something more meaningful, something more passionate. I've always wanted to learn new things, do new things, try new things. And yet sometimes I get stuck because knowing that trying something new might not work, I might waste money, I might have heartache, all of these big things, these big emotional triggers are in the back of my mind because things have happened in my 41 years that have caused this, that have caused hurt, that have caused anger, that have caused all of these emotions. So your ego is there and it's holding you and it's keeping you in this spot, telling you, you don't want to go there. You might get hurt. You might get upset. You might get angry. All of these things might happen to you. Stay here. You know you're safe. 
This is what that voice is saying. You can't do this because it doesn't want you to do it. But your intuition is saying, yes, yes, you can. You can do it. This is new. This is exciting. You know you love to try new things. You know you love to do new things. Why aren't you doing this? Come on. It's okay. Your ego comes in with this loving, happy, relaxed voice. And your ego is just telling you, no, 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 no. This is not safe. Don't do this. It's very strong. It's very powerful. It almost overtakes your intuition because your intuition is very like wishy-washy and, and happy and, ex- and relaxed and your ego is forceful it's powerful it almost seems if you haven't done this work before that that's the voice to listen to but it's not only when you need to only when you're about to get into a car accident and you need to swerve in the street it's things like that Okay, so the ego tries to keep you stuck and protected. Stuck and protected, that's what it does. It keeps you stuck, but protected. Even when you don't want to be stuck, we're feeling this word. We use this word all the time. I feel stuck, I feel stuck, I feel stuck. If you're feeling stuck, you're most likely hearing that ego voice jump in and try to save you and try to protect you. So I want to go into part D, which is how to deal with both of these fears. I'm going to give you a couple of ideas. One that I actually just came upon and I was really excited for. And I kind of brushed over it briefly when I was talking before. But I'll go a little bit more in depth with it so that you can understand it a little bit more on how it's really... Uh, quite powerful actually and I had thought about this when I was doing my first show I actually had this idea before I got into um, the quantum physics part of it understanding that this is a piece of us and see this is where my intuition led me was from simple self-development like just cut the shit and do it to the actual understanding and where it came from, digging deep. My intuition has always led me to go deeper, to go deeper, to go deeper, understand my, understand the why. Okay? So one thing I'm going to say to help you deal with these two pieces of the intuition and the ego fighting, think of what you call yourself. Okay. I am a mother. I am a father. I am a lawyer. I am a retail worker. Whatever you might be. Okay. I am a friend. Well, maybe not friend. Let's not use that one. Um, More specific to, you'll say, your job or if you have children, that's a great one. Okay. So again, we came onto this planet as this consciousness as this growth-seeking being placed in this physical body to experience happiness, joy, love, all of this stuff, okay? That's what we are. We are these energetic particles in the world as much as anything else is here. We then go through life and we place these labels upon ourselves, 
I become a, let's say, doctor. Use that. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Why? I don't know. So I am a doctor. You're then, you're this doctor. It's new. It's exciting, right? You've just graduated. Let's just say you're this new doctor and you just got a job and you're in a hospital. Good example. You then start to realize that, hey, this isn't what I really want to do. This isn't in line. This is not in alignment with what I want to do. It just doesn't feel right anymore because you're this growth seeking being. Maybe you have discovered that there's a holistic way of doing this. Maybe you decide you don't want to do this at all. Maybe it's too stressful. And now you're stuck in this label that you've placed upon yourself. You've now created this identity for yourself that everyone knows what you are. Everyone understands you and that makes you feel good because you have this identity. And without our identity, who are we? Think about that. Without your identity as this doctor, as this mother, who are we? It's very hard to pull yourself away from that. Think about being in a relationship with someone for a long time. So I am a girlfriend, I am a wife, I am a husband, I am a boyfriend, right? Then things change and you're out of that relationship. Suddenly, you feel lost. Suddenly, you feel empty. You feel heartbroken. As if a piece of you is gone. Because you've lost something. Because you are identified with something. You are identified as being married or in a relationship or that doctor. Suddenly, that is gone. You've lost it. Your mind does not like to lose things. Your ego does not like to lose things. It likes to stay safe. Because in that safe place, it's calm, but it might not be happy. So when you are placing labels upon yourself, instead of saying, I practice law, right? Or I am in a relationship, not that I'm a girlfriend. I am this, I am that. Once that relationship is gone, you're feeling empty. Because now you don't know what to do with yourself. Now it's almost as if you're placed in this quiet room with no one around you. You don't know what to do. And our minds like to keep us occupied and safe and busy. And when that's gone, we're kind of lost. We don't know what to do. It's as if our purpose has been stripped from us. And that's scary. That is scary for all of us. So when we're placing these labels on us, again, I'll use myself as an example. I was doing another podcast um, and it was going for four years and I would call myself a podcaster. I was a podcaster. I was a podcaster. It was so incredibly hard for me to detach from that show because it wasn't what I wanted it to be anymore. It became this horrible job that I just did not really feel in line with. 
And yet I would continue to do it just because what were people going to think? What was I going to do? How was I going to continue? I'm going to die. This is what I was thinking. And if you can think of that, like think of that story that I just told you. How ridiculous does that sound? Right? So think of a situation that you can use for yourself. And place yourself in that because as an outsider looking at that situation, you're going to think like, yeah, you're fine. That's okay. Do what you need to do. We tell that to people all of the time. Do what you need to do. Do what you makes yourself happy, right? Because we're all so concerned with, our, with ourselves that we're not necessarily focusing on that other person as intently as they are. So think of that. Place yourself in a situation like that. So when it comes to labels, really try to detach yourself from a label and say it in a different way. I work in retail. I practice law. For me, I practice hypnotherapy. Instead of actually calling yourself that particular label, don't use it because your mind won't be as fixated on it. It won't create this emotional connection if you simply practice it or if you're in it, not if you are it. I hope that makes sense, guys. Um, this really hit home for me and made me understand a lot better on why we're so stuck to something. Because yeah, our, when our identity is stripped, then who are we? And remember, we weren't placed on this planet to be one certain thing. We're here to grow as conscious, growing beings. We want something new all of the time or every six months, every, five, every um, seven to 15 years. We're constantly growing. So when you know that, when you understand that, when you hear those words coming out of my mouth, hopefully it's a little bit easier for you to understand where this is all coming from and where the struggle is because we're trying to hold on to something that we are ready to move on from. Okay, so let's go on to the next thing. So that was the one thing I've got. Another thing that's kind of got a bunch of different pieces to it. And again, I want you to don't take this in stride that you have to do this. This is just kind of my method that I use to um, get through a certain, let's call it a certain emotion. And I really think this could help you out in understanding um, why you're doing this, why you're doing certain things and how to stop it. Okay, so first things first, you need to be on this path of wanting to, of needing to really change something in your life. And this is on the ego side, okay? So this is understanding the ego and dealing with the ego. And then you can kind of see how the intuition will pull itself in. 
So first thing is to notice the situation. Notice the trigger. Notice what is kind of ticking you off. Creating that emotional feeling inside of your body. You know, you're feeling anxiety. You're feeling sick. You're feeling a headache. What, whatever you might be feeling. Notice that. Notice the thought that created that because you're getting this feeling from a thought. And I have a show on this that explains that exact process. So go back and listen to that. It's way in the beginning. It is um, the third episode. Go and listen to that particular episode so you can understand that emotional process. I'm not going to go into that here. So notice that. Okay. You need to have compassion. This is the next step. Have compassion for yourself. You don't want to judge it's a very hard thing, but you want to notice what the situation was. Then have compassion for yourself. Fully, fully have compassion for yourself. Notice what it is. Have compassion for yourself. And fully allow and feel the emotions. You want to allow those emotions to pass through. So if you're on the verge of tears, don't hold them in. Let them flow let them flow out. If you need to scream, scream. Whatever it might be, if you want to write, if you want to meditate, allow yourself to have those feelings. Allow them to pass through you because guys, those two, those emotions, those feelings are also what your body is made of. It's that energy that is flowing through you. Those 12 to 16 particles are also inside of your body in those emotions. We are made all up of the same thing. Those same things are rushing through our body. So understand that. What your body is made up of is also those emotions flowing through your body. Okay, so once you have these things flowing through your body, you're allowing them to release however you might do that you need to now decide you need to decide this is a conscious thought because you're now aware of the situation feeling the feelings you now have that power you have the power to decide to view this consciously as a new situation you need to flip it Flip this on your own. You have the power, not anyone else. You are the only one that can change this situation. And once you have that, once you have decided to change the situation and view it differently, there gets this clarity. Clarity comes into play. You get this boom of inspiration. And you can understand you can start to understand that process that just happens once you have clarity you have this quiet relaxed mind which then brings in your intuition okay so I'll go over that really quickly so first you want to notice notice what's going on inside of your body all right and this takes understanding that process. So understand that process. Go back and listen to that episode three. Notice your situation. Have compassion for yourself. 
and fully allow the emotions to pass through your body. Once you have done that, you need to decide. You need to actually come out and say, I have chosen to do this. I decide to do this, to view this consciously as a new situation. Pull into play all of the good things that you have in your life. Right? So once the bad thing has happened, you want to then view all of the good things in your life. So you've got these two opposing things going at the same time. All right? You've gone through the first half and now you're at the awareness part where you can start to view everything good. Because when you're going through that crazy emotion, your ego is stepping in and it's telling you all of the things that could happen to you. You have the ego here saying, you could die, you could die, you could die. This is what's going on. Stop doing this, you could die. All right? Let that crazy, that craziness, that insecurity, whatever it might be, the tears, the anger, let that emotion fully go through you. Experience it. Almost like a child having a tantrum on the ground. And then you can get up and decide to change it. See the clarity come into play. And then you start to kind of quiet and relax your mind. Breathe into it and you can feel your intuition. You can start to hear that. And I'm going to go more into this intuition because I know this whole intuition and ego, we'll call it mini-series, if, if you will. This is kind of the path. There's steps to it. First, it's understanding, which was the last episode, how to tell the difference between your intuition and your ego. And now this episode, intuition versus the ego and why we struggle so much and how to actually um, understand the two and how to decipher the two, how to deal with them both at the same time. Because it's not like you're dealing with them both at the exact same time, but that awareness is going to lead you into piecing this together so that you can deal with your ego first, and then you can bring in your intuition. So guys, I hope this was a useful episode. I would really like to know what you think on this. I definitely went a lot longer than I normally do. Uh, my normal show is usually under a half hour. We're now, right now, as I'm looking at this, at about 50 minutes. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I highly suggest that you go back and you re-listen to it again if you can. However, I'm going to put these into the show notes for you so that you'll have more juicy show notes. And let me know. I really want to know what you think. Like I said earlier, if you have not been to the Facebook group, please come on over to the Facebook group. Join the conversation. Give me your insights. Give me your input. Give me what you want to hear. And I will gladly put it in. Send me your questions. I would love to answer your questions right here in the podcast. So come on over to the Facebook group, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash you believe you could. Thank you so much for being here today, guys. I really appreciate you listening. And I'm so excited to help you learn and grow and stay that conscious human being that you are meant 
on this planet for. I love you guys. I will talk to you again next week.